0: SSG News is a podcast where we have multiple reporters reporting on one certain subject each month, or once a week if it's urgent news. There's just one thing that's different about this news program than most news programs. Our reporters are kids. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Now, on with the show. the Starship rocket will be the biggest rocket ever and should have its first launch into orbit by 2021. In 2023, it'll take Japanese billionaire, Yusaka Mazawa, I think I said that right, in orbit around the moon. And finally, in 2024, the same year as the Artemis mission, it'll take a group of astronauts to Mars. Basically, that year is going to be the 21st century, 1969 for space. The people in the Starship will get to Mars in 2025, a whole year in a rocket. The Starship rocket will be so big, though, that won't be a problem if they're worried about space. It has enough room to fit 100 people and upwards of 100 tons of payload. Elon Musk, the the owner of SpaceX, plans to establish a city on Mars by 2050. In fact, the whole reason SpaceX was founded was so that humans could be a multi-planet species. This is actually a really good time to be talking about Starships, Starship, because just this weekend, SpaceX is launching SN8. You may have heard jokes about flying silos. This is because every other Starship launch did not have a nose cone or flaps, making it look like a silo. They also only flew 500 feet into the air and only used one Raptor engine. I will get to those in a moment. SN8 will have three or more Raptor engines, and flaps, and even a nose cone. Raptor engines are massive engines that SpaceX designed. One of these can lift 500,000 pounds. The heavy rocket that Starship will have under it will have 30 of these. Now here's the crazy part about this launch. SN8 will fly 20 kilometers high. Then in the return phase, It will use its flaps as a parachute-type thing until it gets about 700 feet in the air, where it will do the swing thing, ignite the engines, and burn the rest of the way down. Next week, I will do an update on how this launch went. I got this information from Space.com, Inverse.com, and the YouTube channel What About It, and from the SpaceX website. Any questions?
1: How many people do they expect will man this mission to Mars?
0: I actually tried to figure that out, but none of the websites said that. My guess is 10 to 20 people, but I don't know. I know that it'll take at least 110 people to colonize Mars. Any other questions? Why
2: does it...
1: Why is it going to take 110 people to colonize Mars?
0: That, it'll take so many people because Mars, they're going to need to build a lot of stuff. So they're going to have the oxygen, they're going to have the oxygen tanks and then the bio sphere things and then launch pads for starships. So it's going to be this big area plus it's going to need farmers um, there's going to be need to be a lot of people there for the beginning phase of the colonization of Mars any other questions
2: well they have a video of this on live stream
0: a video of what
2: the rocket launching s8 yes
0: yes they will have a video of This live streaming on the SpaceX YouTube channel, the NASA YouTube channel, probably Everyday Astronaut YouTube channel. He will comment. He will do a commentary on it. And I, they might be doing it on Facebook too. I don't know. Any other questions? That was Nehemiah McSpadden. Next is Maggie Howard.
3: Hi, I'm Maggie, and I am reporting about the vaccine for COVID. The search for a vaccine began in late December of 2019. So this is a relatively new topic. Many countries are working on a vaccine, including U.S., Britain, EU, Japan, China, and Russia. There are a few vaccines that look promising. The U.S. right now is working on a vaccine that they hope to get to the last phase in October. The U.S. is willing to share the vaccine. The Oxford University vaccine has gone through Phase 1 and 2 and has started Phase 3. The vaccine will first only be for frontline healthcare workers, but it will be- become more widely available within the next year. Then there is one not as promising. Russia at the moment is using a vaccine, but the testing is happening when people take it. My sources are Christian Science Monitor, BBC, Science Friday. Are there any questions? What are the stages of testing in making a vaccine? There are three stages, but I do not know how many, what those stages are. In October, will they finish the vaccine? I'm not sure, but I only know that they are hoping to get it done in October. What do you mean that Russia is testing the vaccine as they're giving it? haven't gone through any testing they are testing it on the people who they are already spreading it out to I heard
0: that the Russian vaccine was in the third states.
3: They are actually reco- they're doing the vaccine trials in through the throughout the country like with everybody why do you th- think that the Russian vaccine isn't as promising? they are testing it on the people. They haven't gone through any phases of testing. They are just testing it as it comes out.
1: That was Maggie Howard. Next is Zayden McSpadden.
2: Hello, I am Zayden McSpadden and I will be talking about movies during COVID-19. There are many movies coming out during COVID-19, including Peter Rabbit, Soul, The Crudes of New Age, Clifford of the Big Red, Dog Live Action, and more. This impacts us as kids because we love seeing new movies and the experience of going to the theaters and getting popcorn and seeing the big strings. Screen. These movies will not be released will be released in the USA. Normally movies are shown in cinemas when they are released. But now many movies will be released on live streamed video and D V D. But there's a problem with that. Not only getting not getting to go see the movies but you also have to have a computer phone or device that has live streaming and a lot of us don't have internet access like that although dvds do make that better to keep actors from catching the coronavirus they make actors go into pods also for cartoons they have them stay at home, then going on to some towing mechanism, then it will sound and look the same, but they never have to go to each other. For live action movies, they will sometimes make dummies of the actors. If people got better skills and better machines, then people could do live action movies, only they're actually cartoons. My resources are safari, NPR, Common Sense Media.
3: Any questions? Yes. Uh, Are actors paid to get the equipment, or do the actors have to pay, or is it just free? Uh, I don't know.
2: Yes. What is a pod? Uh A pod is a bubble for, it's basically people coming together so that, yeah, like, we are all in a pod for COVID.
0: That was Zayden McSpadden. Next is Greta Ramsey.
1: I'm Greta Ramsey here to report on the 2020 election. Every four years, on the first Tuesday of November, Americans choose a new president. This year, on November 3rd, Americans will vote to re-elect the incumbent, Donald Trump, or to replace him with his challenger, Joe Biden. Donald Trump represents the Republican Party. He is 74 years old and he was born in Queens, New York. His vice president, Michael Pence, is a Hoosier. Mike Pence was born in Columbus, Indiana, and he is 61 years old. Joseph Biden represents the Democratic Party. He is the oldest person to ever run for the President of the United States. He is 78 years old and he is from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Joe Biden's running mate is Kamala Harris. She was born in Oakland, California, and she is 58 years old. The Republican Party is also known as the GOP or Grand Old Party. It is, rep- it is represented by an elephant. The Democratic Party doesn't have a nickname like the GOP. The Democrats' mascot is a donkey. These are rough generalizations. Some basic Republican leanings are as follows. More freedoms regarding guns, tight restrictions on immigration, and lower taxes. Some basic Democratic leanings include tighter gun laws, more amnesty for foreign individuals, and more taxing for social programs. While we can expect to have either a second term of President Trump or an upset of Trump's incumbency by his challenger, Joe Biden, there are actually 1,202 people registered as running for President of the United States. All of these other candidates are known as third-party candidates. Each one represents interests which may or may not overlap with interests represented by Trump or Biden. Two of the more known candidates are Howie Hawkins of the Green Party, which prioritizes environmental conservation, and Joe Jorgensen, she represents the Libertarian Party. One effect of popular third-party candidate is to draw voters away from either the Democrat or Republican candidate. The GOP capitalizes on the environmental interests of Democratic voters to actively campaign for Howie Hawkins. This is in hopes of reducing the vote for Joe Biden. Another candidate for president is performer Kanye, Kanye West. He has named his first-time politician party the Birthday Party. One interesting fact about voting for president in the United States is the fact that the popular vote, that is actual votes by citizens, do not determine the election of the president. This election is carried out by electors. Each state has a number of electors which is determined by its population. Once a country's popular vote is tallied, this is relayed to the country's electors who in turn, cast votes. Usually, these votes represent the popular vote of the country, but they do not always. For example, one elector in Hawaii voted for Bernie Sanders in the 2016 election, and in Washington, an elector voted for Chief Spotted Eagle of North Dakota. In The state of Indiana has 11 electoral votes. The state of California has the most, with 55 the winning candidate, must secure 270 electoral votes to win the presidency. Some concerns about this election are the possible effect of misinformation spread through social media. Facebook has recognized this problem. Much of the information is harmful to Biden. Other issues that are important to the electorate are effects of coronavirus and the governmental response, concerns over treatment of black or brown-skinned individuals at the hands of law enforcement, and the vacancy of the Supreme Court caused by Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. Some websites where I gathered information are projects.538.com, nytimes.com, ballotpedia.org, bbc.com.
2: Um, Who do you think will win?
1: I'm not sure. I think probably Joe Biden. So if Indiana has 11 electoral votes and California has 55, I can understand why the person running would care more about California. But if some states always go one way or the other, can you talk about a state that has a lot of electoral votes, but might go for Biden and might go for Trump? Well, Florida is called the battleground state, and so it's like that. So some of it, some of it wants um, Joe Biden, and some of it wants Donald Trump. It has 29 electoral votes.
0: That was Greta Ramsey. Next up is Forrest Ramsey. (laughs)
4: Ready? Sure, go. Hello, I'm Forrest Ramsey and I'm going to tell you that America is going back to the moon. NASA is an acronym that stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration. It was started in 1958 to organize the development of United States space program. NASA sent a man to the moon over 50 years ago. With the Apollo missions, the final Apollo mission was in 1972. NASA's new mission to the moon is called Artemis. In Greek mythology, Artemis and Apollo were twins. Apollo is brother to Artemis, his sister. NASA's current 2020 budget is about 22.6 billion dollars this funding comes from taxpayers the artemis mission has several parts some of the planned development are an upgrade of the kennedy space center in florida the development of a new spacecraft called orion the building and placing of a spaceship to orbit the moon called gateway the creation of lunar landers and the creation of new rockets called SLS, an acronym of Space Launch System. Artemis have f- four planned phases. Phase one is planned for next year, 2021, though Orion will fly without crew, no astronauts. Phase two is planned for 2023, though Orion will fly with crew. Phase three is planned for 2024. In this phase, the Orion will fly and land on the lunar surface. The first woman and the next man will walk on the moon. During this lunar walk, modern spacesuits will be worn that allow for more flexibility and movement. The astronauts will collect samples of the lunar surface for about one week. The moonwalkers will return to lunar orbit to the gateway using the lunar lander. From the gateway, astronauts will return to Earth using the Orion. I've, I've gotten all this information from NASA.gov.
3: Is the Artemis spacecraft named after Artemis as in like the goddess of the moon? Because she was the goddess of the moon?
4: Yes
0: which year will gateway launch up there
4: i don't know but i'm guessing something like 2021 or so
0: Now, the show's done. Thank you for listening. And if you want to support us, please leave a five star review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our reporters are Nehemiah McSpadden covering Starship, Lila Howard on wildfires, Maggie Howard covering the COVID 19 vaccine, Zayden McSpadden on movies, Greta Ramsey on the U.S. 2020 presidential election, Forrest Ramsey is covering outer space. HSG News' podcast editor is Nehemiah McSpatten with music by Lila Howard.